0: This podcast is brought to you by Business Radio, powered by Wharton. And our last guest, Casey Swanton. Hello, Casey. Hi, guys. Hi. She, you have a very interesting title. It's Senior Email Strategist at Return Path. Uh, how many people in the world are
1: senior email strategists? <laughs> yes. Well, there's about six that I know of. <laughs> <laughs> so what, do, what is Return Path and what does that title mean? Yeah, so Return Path, um, we really help marketers dig in and figure out what's going on with their email program mm. beyond the data that they're getting through their ESP. So beyond the open and click data, we're helping them figure out you know, what other pieces of the puzzle um, they need to work on. So looking at whether their messages are getting into the inbox or the spam folder, mm. um, which definitely can... Oh, wow. You can yeah. control that? How do yeah, you, you do that? A, you can actually well, measure that. I wish we could control that. Oh. Uh. <laughs> yeah, we have insight into it. So we can really help marketers figure out where their messages are going and what are some of those levers that they need to pull to help get back into the inbox. Uh, we also look at stuff like um, competitive intelligence. So if brands feel like their competitors are eating their lunch, we can actually get in there and figure that out for them.
2: Wow. I, wait a minute. I just want to make sure I understand, Casey. You're saying that if working with... You can actually say that for a particular client, I sent out 100,000 emails, and you can say 20% of those emails went to people's junk mail boxes. You can say that as something that you measure? Is that what you mean?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Wow. Uh, and we kind of go way deeper than that. So we can even look at... Uh, Gmail versus Yahoo versus AOL. Okay. And, and what's the difference? Have you played around with clutter versus junk? mm Cl- So clutter, um, kind of the you know the other um, you know the different offer inboxes that people are getting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we can look at some of that as well. Um, so especially with Gmail, figuring out which of the tabs people are landing in. So if they're going into the you know inbox with the personal stuff, or if they're ending up in um, you know more of that. Marketing messages—we can mm-hmm. get into that
2: too. Wow! Can you also? Uh, this is fascinating to me because it's so CSI-ish. Uh, <laughs> can, can you actually like tell? You can. Can you tell like how long I opened it, that particular email? Can you tell how far I went down in terms of lines that I scrolled down in that email? Can you do that kind of granularity?
1: So we can't get into where you scroll to, but we can tell how much time you're spending in the message if you wow. have one of our pixels in there. So,
0: wow. Yeah. That's yes. an email. We're not talking about a web. We're talking about in my email account. You're right in there, knowing how long I'm reading that email. That's what you're saying, R right? Sure,
1: in, in the least creepy way possible. Okay, okay. You heard that here first. okay uh, yes, yes,
0: yes. All right, so... Um, uh, you know, one of the things when I was teaching uh, this last uh, my last cl- class in Marketing core, I was saying people uh, don't seem to realize how great email yeah. can still be because I guess the open, the click-through rate may not be that high, but it's not expensive to do email marketing. Am I saying that right? Is that true?
1: Yeah. So email really is, you know, still one of the highest ROI digital channels. So there's a, I think it's about a $38 return on the investment there. So... Mm-hmm. Uh, hmm. And it's pretty accessible, so you know, big brands, little brands. Um, it's definitely one of the easier channels to use to get in front of folks, and it's pretty successful for most brands.
2: Sorry, could you explain that? Thir- what you mean by it's a thirty-eight dollar return on investment? Can you explain what that means, Casey?
1: Yeah. So for every dollar that a marketer is investing in email, they typically are seeing about a thirty-eight dollar return on average.
0: Wow, that's fantastic. Wow.
1: So, yeah.
2: the, the, and this is this is emails that lead to sales. Is that is that the idea? It's like I, I put in a dollar. I sh, I put out my promotion. I put out my information about my product, and I'm getting thirty eight dollars back in sales. Is that is that how this is being valued or um, conceptualized?
1: Yeah. So a bit more broadly, because sometimes email isn't really about just driving that direct sale. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. about awareness, mm-hmm. brand awareness, loyalty. Um, so it can kind of go beyond that.
2: Interesting.
0: So
1: can you yeah. give us a couple... Um,
2: because just... that. Uh, sorry to interrupt. I mean, that's just really like... <laughs> no, no, it's just like that's way better than a Facebook like, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. we don't know what a Facebook like is worth or what a retweet <laughs> is worth. But if you can say, hey, I can spend a dollar on email and get 38 bucks back, that's pretty remarkable.
0: Yeah, it's really a- yeah. astonishing. But then, of course, you can do it badly or, or well, yeah, right? that's true. And I assume that you have a lot of experience and maybe you can give us some tips. What's like, how do you get people... I guess the goal in email marketing is to get them to open it. Is that right?
1: Well, it depends. So if we're looking for awareness, so if there's a new product that's coming out or a new type of service, or you're really trying to just drive people to um, an in-store location, um, then an open is going to be something that's going to be really important. But for a lot of marketers, especially around the holiday time, Mm -hmm. they want to actually push people through to that sale, so a conversion. They want somebody to see the sweater.
0: Oh, I see. So stronger than open could go all the way to the website. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, exactly. So it, it ranges, you know, and we have people that test for various metrics um, depending on what their ultimate goals are. Sometimes it's really the awareness. Sometimes it's just driving people to the website and other times it's really getting them to click all the way through to, the, to that final sale.
0: Okay. So it's kind of like a funnel, I guess. The first The first thing you have, I would imagine, is the subject line.
1: Yeah. yeah, and you're from address, so who the message is coming from is really important, too.
0: So what can we do in subject lines to get them to open the email?
1: Well, I mean, the biggest thing that I would say is test, of course. Like, I feel like with, you know, most things digital and especially with email, that's something that we always fall back on. Um, but really, I would say the keywords that are being included, because when we think about the inbox environment, people aren't really focusing their attention and diligently reading every single subject line that's coming through. Typically, they're doing kind of a quick skim to see if there's any value there. Mm. So we want to make sure that there are some great keywords that are front-loaded. So some of those first things that they're going to read are highlighting value and really showing subscribers um, what they're going to get, why that email might be interesting to them, to really get them to take that next step and devote a little bit more time to
0: so if you're going to try to target value, that suggests maybe you're doing different messages to different target segments. Is that Or what different be-
2: words, right? Yeah, or I different, that's yeah, you're, yeah, that's yeah. how you're
0: using the word yeah. message. Yeah. yeah. So do you do people tend to use like a blanket email or is it really a segmented and targeted approach?
1: So we're seeing more movement towards a more segmented list. So you know, that is definitely something that's kind of top of the agenda mm. for a lot of email marketers now is to get more personalized and segmented. Um, we've got audiences that are just more savvy, they're exposed to so much email, um, attention spans are really short, mm. so the more targeted we can get and really have some of those keywords that resonate with that particular type of person, um, the better results we're going to drive. So we have seen the movement away from this big bash and blast, just hit everybody with the same thing, towards mm. that more targeted, personalized inbox experience.
0: And do you do you do like um, analyses
1: on what word? Like I would yeah. imagine, See, discount sale, something yeah. like that yeah. might work well. Right. Yeah, absolutely. So I mean, we get pretty deep into the weeds with some of that, um, looking both at <clears throat> what's driving the response rates and kind of get getting people engaged, um, but also looking at what's working for a brand's competitors. Um, oh. And it's it's so dependent on. The specific brand. I mean, we've seen some folks where, you know, dollar off subject lines really drive great engagement. Um, whereas other brands, maybe it's not going to work as well as something that's peaking interest or kind of, you know, showing more of that content side of things.
2: I think it's just also a fascinating, um, uh, area to think about Casey and maybe you can tell us a little bit about what, you know, some of the cutting edge things that you're doing with regard to this, but you know, I think about how like machine learning could play a role in all of this right So if I just follow follow Americas on his emails and you know he's gonna he gets 200 emails a day. I know which ones he's clicking on. I know kind of subject lines that are there. It's like you can almost build a model right that would say for Americas, you know if you want to increase the probability of him opening the email and going further down, you have to use these particular types of keywords because they're specific to, for whatever reason, you may not even know why, but but by just by looking at the pattern of data, lots and lots of data over a long period of time, you can kind of basically infer that in in a way. Is that, do you guys do something similar to that at Return Path?
1: Yeah. So, you know, we've done, so beyond just some of those keywords, and that's definitely something where there's a lot of technology that's emerging that's doing just that, really helping figure out what's that special you know, magic combination that's going to get you opening more emails um, you know, versus me who may have uh, other keywords that I'm looking for. Um, at Return Path, we actually um, have gotten into things like personalized frequency. So you know, helping figure out what someone's tolerance is Mm. when it comes to how many emails they're willing to receive. Um, And that's definitely a direction that Mm. the space is heading into. So, you know, that hyper-personalization, where it's personalized frequency, really figuring out um, you know, what types of keywords, what messaging strategies are going to resonate with
0: people. And I would imagine another t- uh, segmentation scheme is whether they gave you the email or you get an email from a list. So whenever I buy in a, in a store now, you have, you know, you email me my receipt. So my guess is those email accounts are more likely to open and click all the way through. Is that true?
1: Yeah. So, you know, really, you know, at, at return path and because we focus on helping get messages, into the inbox and out of the spam folder. If we're working with clients and they you know, they have some questionable practices in terms of how they're getting their subscribers, um, you know, we usually steer them towards more of those organic signups because, you know, we want to be sending emails to people that want to receive them. Oh, so you, you try to you don't them.
0: go with mailing lists. You do try to get people who have already given you their email.
1: Yeah, you know, and with some brands and with some business models, especially with B2B, mm. you don't really have as much flexibility, um, but wherever possible, really trying to drive interest and engagement at that point of sign-up. So really making sure that people want to start getting messages.
0: Well, that starts to explain the $38 return then, mm-hmm. because now you're already starting with someone who has some interest in the right, brand. Right, right. Um, and so then it's a much more effective email. Right. Wow, Casey Swanson, that was that's very interesting. Thank you so much for being on the show with us tonight. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me. And if you want to learn more about Casey, find her at returnpath.com or follow her on Twitter at Casey K. Swanton. For more insight from Business Radio,
1: please visit businessradio.wharton.upenn.edu.